Hello, welcome to the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell. We're on Catechism Saturday, Canons of Dort, the third and fourth main points of doctrine, articles one through six, broadly covering the law and the gospel. But before we start this week's episode, make sure you guys tune into, or make sure you have tuned into this past Monday's season five apologetics episode 10. On Did Jesus Really Resurrect from the Grave with Drs. Michael Lycona and Gary Habermas, broadly surrounding their IVP academic and Lexham works on the same exact topic on the resurrection. Can we prove the resurrection? Where do we prove the resurrection from? And is it reliable? And then this past Monday's book club episode, we had, or this past Thursday's book club episode, we had Dr. Austin Freeman on his brand new Lexham academic book, Tolkien Dogmatics. It's not the book you're expecting, but it's a fantastic book. And if you had to systematize Tolkien's theology, how would you do it and what would it come out to be? It's a really fascinating book and I hope you guys can listen to that episode. So let's get started. Canons Dort, Heads of Doctrine 3 and 4, articles number 1 through 6. We'll begin with Article 1, The Effect of the Fall on Human Nature. Man was originally created in the image of God and was furnished in his mind with a true and salutary knowledge of his creator and things spiritual, in his will and heart with righteousness, and in all his emotions with purity. Indeed, the whole man was holy. However, rebelling against God at the devil's instigation by his own free will, he deprived himself of these outstanding gifts. Rather, in their place, he brought upon himself blindness, terrible darkness, futility and distortion of judgment in his mind, perversity, defiance and hardness in his heart and will, and finally impurity in all his emotions. Article 2, The Spread of Corruption Man brought forth children of the same nature as himself after the fall. That is to say, being corrupt, he brought forth corrupt children. The corruption spread by God's just judgment from Adam to all his descendants, except for Christ alone, not by way of imitation, as in former times of Plagians would have it, but by way of the propagation of his perverted nature. Article 3, Total Inability. Therefore, all people are conceived in sin and are born children of wrath, unfit for any saving good, inclined to evil, dead in their sins, and slaves to sin. Without the grace of the regenerating Holy Spirit, they are neither willing nor able to return to God, to reform their distorted nature, or even to dispose themselves to such reform. Article 4. The Inadequacy of the Light of Nature There is, to be sure, a certain light of nature remaining in man after the fall, by virtue of which he retains some notions about God, natural things, and the difference between what is moral and immoral, and demonstrates a certain eagerness for virtue and for a good outward behavior. But this light of nature is far from enabling man to come to a saving knowledge of God and conversion to him. So far, in fact, the man does not use it rightly, even in matters of nature and society. Instead, in various ways, he completely distorts this light, whatever its precise character, and or suppresses it and unrighteousness. In doing so, he renders himself without excuse before God. Article 5. The Inadequacy of the Law 
In this respect, what is true of the light of nature is true also of the Ten Commandments given by God through Moses, specifically to the Jews. For man cannot obtain saving grace through the Decalogue, because although it does expose the magnitude of his sin and increasingly convict him of his guilt, yet it does not offer a remedy or enable him to escape from his misery, and, indeed, weakened as it is by the flesh, leaves the offender under the curse. And finally, Article 6. The saving power of the gospel. What, therefore, neither the light of nature nor the law can do, God accomplishes by the power of the Holy Spirit through the word or the through the word or the ministry of reconciliation. This is the gospel about the Messiah, through which it was pleased or has pleased God to save believers in both the Old and the New Testament. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude Podcast, Catechism Saturday. We covered Canons of Dort, Head of Doctrine 3 and 4, Articles 1 through 6, broadly covering the law and the gospel. Make sure you tune into this coming Monday's Season 5, Episode 11, Did Paul Really Write the Epistles That We Think He Did? We have Dr. John Percival, formerly of Tyndale House, Cambridge, going to talk to us about this very important issue that is everywhere, and he is fantastic. You're going to want to listen to this. This coming Thursday's Book Club episode, we had Dr. Matthew Amadi, and we had his brother Samuel Amadi on in July for the very same series, the NSBT series, which is edited by Dr. Carson through IVP Academic, The Royal Priest, a biblical theology of Psalm 110. You might know that it's Christ is the priest after the order of Melchizedek. And he explains what that means, why it means what it means, why David thought this is the case, why the author of Hebrews thought this is the case, and how we can construct a theology of Christ's priesthood from it and through it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye.